Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to the Bruce Cooper podcast. My name is Bruce, or uh, my real name is Bryce. Uh, you'll either hear me be called Bruce or Bryce in this. Um, yeah, uh, I'm doing something kind of different. Uh, I'm, I'm interviewing and my friends, just people that I've met on the internet, trying to hear kind of a little bit about their lives, uh, what they're into, what they're all about. Um, this is the first one uh, that, I, that I've done, so I'm going to, you know, I'm kind of shooting... Shooting from the hip here, uh, I'm going to be interviewing my, my buddy Dad Viking Gaming, um, or his real name is Justin. Uh, we're going to talk about his life. Uh, I had an absolute blast with this one, and this, it, you know, we we laughed, we cried. Um, it was that it was an absolutely in, uh, incredible uh, opportunity for me, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, make sure you go check out Zen Viking Gaming, Twitch.tv forward slash Zen Viking Gaming. Um, that's their Twitch channel. Uh, we'll get right into it. Um, again, yeah, this was a this was an absolute blast. I had so much fun uh, doing this. If you want to be on the podcast, just let me know. Hit me up. Uh, leave a comment. Shoot me a message on Twitter. Uh, I love you. Enjoy. Thank you very, very, very much for listening. And uh, yeah, let's get right into it. All right, cool. So, uh, you're the first. So I'm. You're the first one of these I've done. I I don't really also, even I don't really even know like why I'm doing this. I just kind of. I was talking to Edith, and it. There's just so many. So like, how do I say this? People. We always like. I listen to a lot of. I listen to a lot of like interviews and not interviews, but like conversations, interviews. Right. And it's always right. with like famous people. Right. And right. like, not to say that like, you're not famous or, you know, people aren't, fam- but <laughs> no, it's, I it's, am, I am definitely not famous. It's you, okay. You know what I mean though? Like it, why, why do only like, why only talk to like select people? You know, they're, they're, everyone's interesting in their own way. And I just feel like it would be cool to, just talk to people i i am in this weird position where like i i get to see a lot of i i get to stream and i have an opportunity to talk to a lot of people so i want to take it (laughs) absolutely no i've been i've been wanting to do the same thing i've got several buddies that we've kicked it around a lot and i think one of them actually does a podcast he works in education he's a media guy in education and he started doing one himself okay cool and then yeah, it's it's definitely something that I've been I've been kicking around too, and I've actually talked to another buddy that does streaming. I I walked him through buying the equipment and setting it up, and he did it with two women from his office and recorded it. And nice. Yeah, it's definitely something that's in my uh, my view that I would like to do. I just gotta like everything else in my life, I've got to make time. Yeah, and, uh, actually, just do it. So, and I think for me, like a lot of the reason we like. A lot of the thing, a lot of what's wrong in the world is people don't actually know each, like people don't actually get to know each other. And right. there's like a lot of conflict and people fight a lot. But if you actually sat down and like talked with, with somebody, there's, it, it kind of makes those, it melts things away. And I don't know, it's something oh, yeah. I need to get, something I need to get a lot better at is just talking with people. And yeah, it's easy to, I mean, we all have, our own walls and then we all have our you know we were raised ways or we've grown up we've all had our own experiences and it's easy to 
to fall into putting people in buckets and all that stuff but it is it's when you you know sit down and just talk everybody's a person yeah um even if they've got horrible opinions on things you know i've got some of my best friends are absolutely on the other side of the spectrum on major issues for me religion politics whatever else right but i know they're one of my best friends they're good people they're whatever and we can put that beside it or just not go near that and yeah just say hey man i like you as a person and you've always been there for me to support me and cool we're cool so absolutely for sure now are you are are we is it good to just get it started kind of just hit record sure yeah i didn't know if we had started yet or not well i did i technically did I yeah, hit record no, about two minutes the rolling ago. Start. That's all <laughs> yeah. Now, um, okay. introduce yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, now, is there? Can, is, can I call you? Like, is there a first name? Is there? <laughs> yeah, Justin. Justin. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. Did you actually know that? I didn't know that. No. <laughs> no. I, I know your name, even though it's not your name. Yeah. I can't believe that's funny because I know. Did you know Margie? I knew for Kitty. Is it Margie or Margie? It's Margie. It's Margie. Short for Margaret. Okay. Yeah, and it's her dad was from the Northeast, and that's a Northeast thing. Okay, cool. Margie. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, she'd yeah. probably she'd probably kick my ass if I called her Margie on accident. No, huh? no, no, dude. We live in we live in Texas, and everybody down here is Margie. <laughs> yeah. And so when anybody ever gets it right, it's almost always somebody from out of state. Yeah, for sure. And they're just like, oh yeah, I had an aunt named Margie, and she's like, ah. <laughs> so my yeah. mom's name is Marcia. It's M A R C I A, and everyone calls oh, yeah. her Marcia. Oh so yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, a very. I, I understand that completely. And then, okay, cool. So you're Justin, yes. Margie. Uh, my, I mean, you know, my my name's Bryce, and right, Ethel yeah. is Edith. I figured that out on uh, Instagram Detective. Yeah, before yeah, we, yeah. You even officially went public with it. So, yeah. <laughs> I accidentally. I, <laughs> I accidentally. So like, Instagram has this like dual account thing, and I accidentally. Yeah like went through and followed some people with my real name and they're like dm'd me and they were like bryce hooper yeah they were like you have a you have a sorry no no no, you're okay everyone knows so like trash this is an interesting topic so i do the trash planet thing the voice the cartoon thing well the the, uh the newest episode is coming out and since it's like since it's like a well it's being worked on right now but since since it's like an actual it's going to be like an, on an actual thing. I can't really, I don't know what yeah. I can talk about. So I, I, I opted to have them put my real Bryce Hooper. Oh, that's cool. Bryce Hooper is my real name. Yeah. Bruce Cooper is my Twitch handle for right. various reasons. Your stage name. Stage name. Yeah. I just got <laughs> scared somebody was going to come to my house or something. So I. Right. Yeah. That's so weird that we have to worry about that crap. And I know. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, we, we were talking about this earlier today. I don't know if you can hear my chair squeaking around. If you can, I'm it's sorry. Fine. It's not a big deal. Um, we were talking about that in the office earlier about how, you know, we all grew up on the cusp of, you know, nobody knew. You, there's no pictures. There's no camera phones. There's no anything. And now everything is online. Everything is, you know, yeah. you, be, you know, there's there's no more politicians. <laughs> it's <laughs> because, no, because everybody knows everything else about everybody. And you have to just choose what you'll accept about somebody. It's and really. There's always that chance that somebody could go i'm gonna put all your information up or i'm gonna come to your house or i'm gonna this and this and it's like that was never a thing until recently especially in you know just my lifetime let alone you can't just go and look up you know i'm sure there were like star maps and stuff like that where you take the tours and you can go to celebrities houses but like yeah we're we're nobodies we're not celebrities i mean you're you're a a successful streamer come on 
But yeah, no, I You're know what you mean. Successful streamer, yeah. But so, like, it, I was thinking about pictures, like, yeah, before the internet and st- like sharing photos now is such a, like, you were able to throw that picture of Max playing on the computer in the picture room and like, but, but maybe even even 10, 15, 12, 10, 12, I don't know. I think the first camera phone that I saw was my was like two thousand and four. So, right. so we'll say 15 years ago, if you wanted to, me to see that photo, you could, I, I would probably have to know, like, you'd have to show it to me in real life. It's very weird to think about, right. like, like the past. Well, and, I mean, there was 2004, there was email. We could email it back and forth, but it, it would be more of a process. Yeah. Or, okay. Was, so, yeah. so we'll say uh, 1999, right? I would email it to you. And, and maybe one or two. I wouldn't spam it to how many people in your server now? Well, there's 1,700 in there. 1,700? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Unless I put it up on my website, which is even more of an ordeal. You but know, how, does that, how does that influence, like, the way we the way we dress and stuff? Like, do... I was... It was really interesting to me because so much of... So much, so much influence comes from, like, photos. And the fact that photos are so easily shared on, like, Instagram and various social media like do you think that that's that like i wonder what i guess what i'm getting at is i wonder what influence that's had that we don't really realize every day seeing that many like that many photos uh, and and the weirdest part is like instagram in particular right it's all bullshit man like when people people (laughs) it's yeah they the, don't the post pictures, pictures of the fights the, or yeah, like the stuff anybody shares online is the best parts of the image that they want to show to other people. It's not that person. Yeah. And, and that has to breed like I'm, depression. I'm and, give it too. I don't take it. You know, this picture is yeah. terrible. My teeth are awful and my beard. And you know, no, I don't post that. I, I let me do this and I'm going to get an angle. And when it's like, I'm still look like a caveman, but at least I look like a cool caveman. <laughs> no. but, yeah. yeah. But like, you know, Kitty, my, my wife, she doesn't want to stream half the time because she doesn't want to put on makeup or do her, you know, or, or, or yeah, that's how we do anything other than pajama pants or a t-shirt, which she works so hard during the day when she comes home, it's like, yeah, do that. We all do the same thing. I'm in basketball yeah. shorts and a t-shirt 90% of the time or right. whatever it is. Max doesn't care. Max is in whatever he wants. Yeah. But yeah. She doesn't want to be in, she doesn't want to have to worry about that. And so streaming or pictures and stuff like that, like anybody in that, in that area, area or community has has that type of you know it used to be just for celebrities where if you saw a celebrity wearing sweatpants everybody laughed well now if you're putting yourself on a camera you're putting a picture out anywhere congratulations you get to deal with it right and it's like we're all people we all wear this stuff and yeah. who cares but i tell she's not comfortable with it that's her boundary that's fine for, for sure. her i don't really care i just put on a make sure i put on a t-shirt that doesn't have a running out wrung out neck or a stain on it and <laughs> yeah. i'm good to go <laughs> you're not no, gonna you can only polish this so much so well it's interesting because i know like i i think edith like i've always wanted edith so badly she's she's so good at talking that i've always wanted her to to she's so good at presenting information that i've always wanted her to um to like she she watches a lot of these people who who like review movies or tv shows or talk about their favorite book that that they read or and um and i think 
And I'm like, you'd be so good at that. And she's tried it and she has to make sure that her hair is perfect and her makeup is perfect. And I think what we're finding out and I've had this conversation with her and it, it was interesting. I think the I think that this is uh, this is a great segue. I think that what I find in when I watch reviews or streams or pretty much any like media now, I'm more drawn to uh, the the people who are um, most like myself or most like right. I can see there. It's almost like a flaw. It's like when I see a flaw or I see something that isn't perfect, it's extremely um, uh, intriguing to me. You know what yeah, I mean? Like endearing. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird that they're a real person right and it's like you know, it's, it's hard I'm not, I'm not gonna name any names on streamers and stuff like that but a lot of the top guys it's such an act yeah that, they're not acting that, that's what they've become right and, or maybe it is an act i don't know but it's so polished it's so everything and it's like that's awesome if you want to do that and there's people out there that like that but i think for yeah. a lot of people they're just going i want to play video games and hang out with people that are interested in video games and or whatever they may be doing i want to find people with the same interests as me right and it's and very i'll talk and just hang out and because that's what twitch is for me and, and for discord and everything else it's a community well people what's really for communities what's really interesting is we've been <clears throat> we've been like the perfect the uh it's been so shoved down our throats all of these perfect moments and the perfect look and the perfect stream and all this stuff that now like that's that's so normal that people are now looking f- and more attracted to the imperfect it's just really in- right it's like it's it's like it's um it's like a like seeing <laughs> it's almost like when i see somebody with a messy room or something on stream <laughs> yeah. it's like a breath of yep. fresh air it's very right. very very weird yeah max's desk is directly behind us that's what you see behind our stream yeah. so every time i go to plug it in i'm like ah, i gotta go put away his, his markers and crayons and stuff like that like but you I don't it. it doesn't like do i no yeah. like i think i i watch and you don't like him but i watch like asmin gold and it's yeah. his room is a disaster it's nothing right, nothing yeah. about it is good and it's so right. intriguing it's so yeah. it's like hilarious in a way and it's yeah. I, it's it's um it's super interesting like so when when sh- when i when i'm talking uh, and it's it's very um that should be really encouraging for a lot of people because i feel like a lot of people who who are trying to make stuff or trying to put out videos or trying to stream they're so worried about you know i think the important thing is having a good good audio quality try to have right. as interesting of a camera or background or voice if you decide not to use a camera um, and that's it. Like, I think yeah. that, you know, and just try to be just, I, dude, I have made so many mistakes in my attitude and how I've acted and I've yelled at people and I've gotten frustrated and all of that. But I think the most important thing is to just learn and, and learn from those mistakes. And yeah. Right. And, and you, that's, you know, it's a hundred percent. I mean, you see how many streams do you see where it's just literally somebody with a wet, a, a, a a laptop webcam or something yeah. slightly better and a headset and it's like they're really good at this game so people are watching me. it doesn't matter like right. i have way more <laughs> you know we you and i have gone back and forth in this for hell years now let alone months yeah. of 
how, how can we make this look? How can I, just get on <laughs> no, just I get, get it. I'm going to have three people watching me either way. It doesn't matter. No, I get like, it. it's, no, 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 it's fine. But in, in 20, in 2022, whenever I finally get around and I get everything exactly set up how I want it, then I'm going to be super successful, man. Just play, get yeah. on and play. People are going to see you. And it's even, it even comes down to, you know, like I said, it's the camera or it's makeup or it's the, even the way you talk, I'm, I'm guilty of doing the sales voice and the announcer voice because I've done both sales and announcing, but you're like, okay, this is a thing and I've got to make it important and I've got to make it sound professional. And Mark, like, you're doing the voice again. I'm like, what? Ah, crap. Like, I do talk the, like a person. Edith makes like, fun of me all the time. I sound like Ray Romano half the time whenever I get like, like in my head, like I have that, you know, built in from my childhood. My dad has this voice that is just, you know, 40 years of sales and customer service and voiceover because he's done a lot of the same thing, but he's just got this voice and in my head i'm going i want a voice like that well yeah. then i start talking and for five minutes i'm like that and then by the end of the video i'm going hey guys what's going on? and it's like that's that's what happens that's totally. who you are don't sit there and like who cares i mean you've got voice crack everybody does yeah. goofy stuff who gives a crap but we get so worried about everybody goes in wanting to be the next thing it's yeah. like just go in and have fun and people are going to find you or you're just going to talk to your buddies and watch like you know, I do that with one of my, my friends. I just stream through Discord. Oh, yeah. I just get on there and start that up, and we'll sit there and talk. And a lot of it's, especially lately with Max learning to play Minecraft, um, I'll just fire that up, and he can watch my game and see Max running around in my game, and he can hear Max talking in the background. And, like, that works for us. I'm not going to get on Twitch with Max anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, A, it's past his bedtime, and B, he's six. He doesn't need to be involved in that yet. He, he loves watching everybody. Uh, there's some other streamers that will send him a message and say, Hey, Max is going to bed tonight. Like, hey, Max, talk to you later, man. Good night. Like, right. And he know he knows the people on the computer can talk to him. Like, I love the, it. It's cool. It's also, excuse me, it's also a little terrifying. Oh, <laughs> he, watches, he watches YouTube and he watches all the toy reviews and the stuff like that. And he doesn't watch a lot of the major channels. Um, but he, you know, he's into transformers and Legos and all the stuff that I, I was into. And so he has like just stockpiles of a bunch of toys and stuff like that, but he wants to get on and he wants to do toy reviews or he wants to do videos and everything. Well, we were, he's, he's asked me for a long time now, dad, can I make videos? I'm like, we will someday, buddy. Like, and I'll tell him, you know, you got to write down your ideas so you can do this and you can know, because when you get on camera, it's hard to talk. Yeah. Okay. Well, we went to, uh, I think it was target one time. And there were like these little transformer toys for $2. And he got two of them and we get in the car and well, no, he didn't even wait till we get in the car as he's standing on the end of the cart. He's holding the package. He goes, Hey everybody, this is so-and-so and <laughs> his, his little made up name. Yeah. He's, he's got his name made up name that I'm not going to tell you anybody yet. Yeah. But, um, you know, these are transformers, many that blah, 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 and just starts going I'm like, okay, really? like, yeah, cool. He can do his thing. We pull up to the checkout counter and he's talking. He kind of shows him to the, the girl that's doing the checkout and he's just talking through the whole thing. No fear at all. No, so wonderful. Six years old, you have no fear of anything. Yeah. And goes to the car and doesn't stop and he says, Hold on, guys, we're going to get these open up here. Hey, dad, can you help me open these up? Yeah, sure, buddy. And I cut the package for him. And he goes, All right. And he talks through the whole time, whole drive home, whole drive, everything. <laughs> probably 20 minutes i pull up in the driveway he gets out he walks up he gets to the porch and he goes all right guys thanks for listening to blah 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 this and this and next time don't forget to smash like and then and i'm like oh my <laughs> wow God. and he wraps it up 100 percent perfect as soon as he says his last thing he opens the door walks in he goes hey mom look at my toys <laughs> and i'm going 
Oh my God. You got to film that, man. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. My mom has been begging me to get him online because she went to a, she went to a media engagement thing seminar through her last job. And your mom, it was one of those. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's a uh, event coordinator. Oh, and cool. that type of stuff and add a bunch of admin work and stuff like she's kind of bounces around not bounces around but she's always one of those people that has one job but does five things yeah yeah and uh it was one of those presentations where it's cool but it, you also realize anything that's being said in that presentation has already happened five years ago the yeah. wave is already gone right. and now that's why they're doing a presentation is because they're making money off of what they've done got it and she was like yeah no you 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 got to get on and you get your hashtags and you unmax with the videos and apps and, and just kind of the word vomit that comes with all the terminology that those throw at those conferences and i'm like right. yeah yeah mom yeah well then max did that i'm just like dude he just off the cuff blew out a 25 minute video review <laughs> of two that, transformer toys and cut it exactly as he walked in the doorstep of his house just in time to go say hi to his mom it's like okay maybe we got something here yeah man <laughs> so, i mean you should like you who knows you should you should yeah. film that right but i mean it's like it's got to be scary though with. right that's what oh it's terrifying yeah. like uh, you know to, to think of him being online it's cool it's really cool because it's something he wants to do but it's like he's he's six he's way too young we right. gotta be very careful and all this stuff but then it's like this is what he enjoys doing and what he wants to do and it's the same thing we all used to do with you know we like cartoons we want to draw if we like transformers we wanna, you know if we want all the stuff that we see we want to do well this is what they see this right. is what he's growing up with and this is what he sees and he's so good at it it's kind of like ah uh, yeah so a little bit it's, yeah it's wild man. yeah and it, but it's like if a six-year-old can do that like I'm a 36 year old. I should just get on the thing, computer and talk about video games. Like, well, and it's crazy. It a, a thing that I have to get ready for and prepare for and have uh, everything. Just get on the computer and talk. When I was a little so, kid, like I wanted to be like a football player. I was a massive. Oh yeah. I was a huge fan of Emmett Smith and the Dallas Cowboys and like you know the Troy. I remember when you said that on stream, you're like, I have a secret to tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys fan, and I'm sitting there going, Yeah. Well, like people, people want to be people. Like kids want to be youtube stars the same yeah. way i wanted to be a football player like right uh, kids want to kids they 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 but i was talking to my mom and when she was a little girl she wanted to be a singer and she would stand up on top of the picnic table at their like at their like neighborhood park and just sing to all the other kids and like right that's it's always but i feel like more now like i especially with like esports and the way that's going i don't know i i know kids still want to be like football players but it's kind of kind of crazy well, how like a thing i mean there's always you know they're gonna be an athlete or they're gonna be a tv star they're gonna there's always a thing that kids are gonna aspire to right that we're all kind of gonna go ah, sure maybe it'll happen someday well, i mean the, there's always gonna be a dream for the kids yeah. to go after and parents are gonna go oh you gotta be careful so it just depends on what it's gonna be i mean we right. <laughs> here it is here's the point where we talk about it i'm i'm 610 yeah yeah, yeah. i was i was trying go. to find a good segue <laughs> feel it to the height <laughs> yep i played college basketball my dad's over seven feet tall he played college basketball that's insane but we didn't make it any farther than that my dad yeah. had some offers to go to europe and play and i got invited to a camp or two but it was kind of one of those things where they just say hey come try it at our camp and you know we right. need warm bodies too for the guys that are really going to play <laughs> did <laughs> but, you uh, so can, I didn't go, um, but it, I, at that point, my body was, I've got a medical file two inches thick from college basketball. I was ready to be done. Yeah. And, uh, but it's also going through that. 
I feel like it's easier to kind of look at it and go, okay, if you want to be an athlete, you have to do this, but it's okay if you don't, because I know I went through all that and I got to, you know, division one college basketball is about as high as you can get before you get to the pros. I mean, there's other, you know, semi-pro leagues you're playing in foreign countries and stuff like that. But you know, I was already in the 1% anyway. Yeah. And being 6'10", if you can't make it, you know, it's okay. Right. The life goes on. Everything, it's its so bizarre to me. I can sit here and I can think about specific games and everything else, but it seems like a different life. You yeah. know, it was, that was 13 years ago. Yeah. And I still have a life. I still have a wife and kids. I have a job, everything, you know, it goes on. And it's okay if they want to be whatever they want to be and try and all that stuff. And I don't know where we turned on this somehow, but it's, no, no, uh, no, it's, that's good. Yeah. That's what we were talking. That's one of the best things about these podcasts is you just talk and you hear people's stories. Yeah. But, um, one of the things with Max is he's learning to play Minecraft and it's the first thing he's really ever done on a computer other than maybe click on videos on YouTube. Right. And one watching him bang his head on it and get so frustrated and then figure it out. And then like, he's never used a mouse and keyboard, especially to try to move around in a game. And he's, he's two days in and he's figuring he's already walking around and trying to build you near know, to build blocks on the ground. Like one, he's a smart kid. And then two, he's six. They, they soak it up like a sponge, but then it's like in the game, he's playing in a realm that me and a buddy have had up for probably five or six years. Oh, cool. I was going to ask. And yeah. And, uh, the first reflex is to be like, well, let's put you over here in this area and you can build your stuff. Cause you know, and, and like, don't mess up my stuff type thing. And then it's like, no, get him in there. Get him in the middle. Like, you know, you can be in the cave fortress and you can do all this stuff. And it doesn't matter if you just want to make a big blue concrete house or whatever. And like Pete, the cat face or whatever it is. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Let him do what he wants to do and be creative. Cause if you control him, he's just going to push back and he's, it's going to, it's not going to be fun for him. When well, he's and, not going to get hurt in there. No, absolutely not. But see, and like he, that yeah, would worry me. Not. Like he, you know, like he's going to go into a cave and fall and die. Like that. Does that does it stress you out? Like seeing no, him, there's enough disconnect from that. It, yeah. it worries me that he's going to get too frustrated. Okay. Um, because he does. He's he's. You, you don't know, want him to get frustrated have, when you have kids. You you see your own worst faults in them (laughs) because you, you put them there whether you want to or not. And, and they pick them up to their kids are extremely perceptive in it. It'll just punch you right in the face sometimes when they'll say something or they'll look at you and go, dad, why do you do this? And you go, Oh no, that's like, (laughs) that's deep and buried stuff that I don't want to think about. I don't want to try to explain that to a six year old. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. But he's got, he gets frustrated but he's getting it's it's honestly it's one of the first things that he's done where he's working at it and then he'll get over it because he is a he he had i think we've talked to you about this he's he has adhd right and we got him diagnosed last year well then we went through you know medicine finding out medications and stuff like that for him but as a kindergartner he was to the point where he hated school and woke up screaming at me in the morning and everything else and didn't want to do it because he couldn't, he wasn't as smart as the other kids. In the sense. Max yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, you know, on paper and in person, he's brilliant, but he had to fight so hard against something medical that he didn't understand. Well, now he's on medicine. He absolutely loves school. And he's finally to the point where he's starting to get into some of this stuff and he's pushing through it. Good. And he's getting, like I said, you know, he's banging his head on it and he gets huffy, he gets cranky, he gets everything else. And I'll have to talk to walk him down sometimes, but he's starting to see that he can actually push through some of this stuff. Yeah. Cause we hadn't, I hadn't put him in sports yet. I hadn't done a lot of things yet, especially team sports yet, because 
before the ADHD diagnosis and the medicine and stuff like that, it was too much. He would just, it would, it would make him depressed. It would, it's just like putting a wall in front of him. It's not putting an obstacle. It'd be putting a wall. Yeah. And now he's to that point, not just because of the medication, but the medication has let him build those, uh, those problem solving strategies and, and build his confidence and stuff like that again. Cause you, a lot of people think of, Oh you no. Know, and, and my mom fought me on this too. My mom has an old school mentality. If you just have to try harder, or you just have to give him more stuff to do. It's a, it's a chemical imbalance and it's, it's not something where you just take a pill and it's perfect. It's you here, this will fix the imbalance, but then you basically have to rebuild the kid's mental state. Yeah. Because he's been frustrated for so long. I mean, you shouldn't have a five-year-old screaming and crying that he hates school because he's not as smart as his friends. No. That's, that's, that was so torturous to me and to my, my wife, my wife's a child psychologist. Yeah. She understood it more, but it was still hard. But for me, it was, it was torture for a while of a trying to get through it with him and trying to, to help him. And then B after to see the improvement in him afterward and to see that he's working through things and building these strategies and his confidence and everything else back up with him. God, that was the most, the most wonderful thing in the world. Well, and like you want in your mind, you're saying, you know, six year olds shouldn't have to worry about confidence. No, no, not at all. And but teachers, yeah, when you don't have any or when there's something preventing you from feeling that feeling of I'm as good as the rest that that has no like that has no age barrier. I remember feeling that way when I I remember (laughs) this is going to this is going to sound ridiculous i when i was when i was probably five or six years old i had an (laughs) i had an audi belly button (laughs) and some kid made fun of it yeah and i walked around with a towel or with my shorts up above my belly button looking absolutely ridiculous so that no one would see my freaking belly button yeah and like kids are the cruelest creatures on earth there and that's there's no filter right it's and it, straight up whatever's in my head i'm gonna say and i think i just recently got over that yeah and i'm 32 <laughs> do you, you still know, have an audi bruce no no it's <laughs> maybe if i was 100 pounds lighter but you know like yeah. it, it's 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 weird how like oh that yeah. shit follows you for i don't know i don't know what did it but in my head somehow i got that the pain. Oh, no, I remember exactly what did it. So I transferred, I was, I went to kindergarten in the first half of first grade in one city. And then we moved and I went to the second half of first grade and then all the way up through high school in that city. But in first grade, we were on the playground and everybody's running around and the goofy game of the day was to try to chase a girl and kiss her, which <laughs> the boy of things cha- not changed. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And everybody's running around. On, I won. I ran up and kissed this girl on the cheek and she looked at me like I was an alien from another planet. And I went, Oh no, what have I done? And I thought everybody in the school is going to hate me. They're going to think I'm a weirdo. Her parents are going to hate me. First grade that stuck with me till probably junior high. Yeah. Of finally realizing that the parents liked like, you know, the kids didn't care they, you know, so what it was one day of a game and whatever. She didn't think I was a weirdo. The parents liked me because I, you know, I was a big, nice kid. And then finally through junior high and high school, getting into athletics and being more confident through that is finally, I think what shook that out of me finally, but it was like one day I just thought, okay, well that was it. 
It just takes one incident to freak you out. I'm 36 years old. I can look back exactly at that moment and remember exactly what it was and go, yeah, that was, that was it. And totally, you know, I've always said it's a, it's a goofy cliche saying that I've made up on my own, but it's like, everything is the most important thing in the world right when you're going through it. Totally. It absolutely doesn't matter if you're five or 15 or 20, whatever it is. If you're breaking up with your girlfriend in sixth grade, my and one of my brothers i'm the oldest of three brothers or four brothers excuse me i've got three younger brothers broke up got broken up with by the girl and i want to say fourth or fifth grade and he my mom still tells the story of hearing him howling crying at night and i'm real yeah it was that was it's right then that's what you're going through and it doesn't matter if you're in fourth grade when you're a fourth grader that's the end of the world totally and we look when you look at kids and you're kind of oh it'll pass that doesn't matter. It's what they're going through right then and there in their world. And it's so funny because we, you know, you and I talked about we were going to do this for about 20 minutes last night. And I've had about four conversations with my with people in my office this morning about <laughs> half of this stuff. And it's just about how people like you have to realize that everybody else in the world is doing the exact same thing you are. They're not just background supporting characters. They're a fully formed person that is going through the work through life the same way you are. Well, that's the really interesting has, part yeah. about it is like, there's no, there's so like, like you, for example, and I hate to like, I hate to die, like to revert yeah. back, but, but I don't know anyone who's as tall as you, like you're yeah. six foot 10. That's, that's right. when I was a kid, when I was little man, I would do anything to be six foot 10. My fantasy yeah. was to be tall i i i and i think that's a lot i think that's a lot of kids but you probably went through hell like i mean i imagine there's probably i I did and i didn't because i went i grew up with my dad being seven two that's right are your brothers really tall My brothers are six four six five and six six and my grandmother and my aunt are six foot on my dad's side and now my wife is five ten and her mom is five ten or five eleven her dad's six foot or so and her brother's like six two like yeah, just all tall. I, yeah, but like even growing up, that you, it's funny you mentioned that. I never realized how big I was. Yeah. Until I saw myself in like high school game tape, or actually, it was game tape. But then it was like a, a project my senior year in an English class where we had to do some Greek mythology thing, reenact a scene from Greek mythology, and of course I got to be Zeus sitting in a you know we we found the biggest the, the the group member with the biggest armchair in their house. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the armchair on it like as a throne. Do you, you see the video and it looks like a special effect of how much bigger than the kids, the other people in my class I am. <laughs> and cause I've seen myself on game tape with basketball players and that's supposed to be the biggest guys. Yeah. You know, I go I, in the game, I'm going, that's a pretty big guy. And then I'll, I see on film and I'm four inches and 40 pounds bigger than the guy. Yeah. And that's in basketball. But then you see me next to the normal kids as a high school senior when I'm six, nine and 255 pounds as a senior in high school. And a you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, man, looking around at Six, kids and nine. Like, you know, I, I've gotten it through my head in basketball already, but you start seeing yourself more and more in pictures with your friends and video and stuff like that. And you go, This is wow, that's really what I am in the world, yeah. And because you know, I'm I've never felt that big because my dad's always been bigger than me, right? And my dad's not a skinny guy either, like, he's he's a big guy, yeah. and yeah, so. To me, for us, it was normal. And I have a mom that will fight like hell for anything in the world for us. And she threw herself in front of so many bullets and trains and everything for us of, you will not treat my kid differently. Right. You will treat him like he is. 
or he's a, he's a whatever age, just like everybody else. And he will have every opportunity and will not be treated differently. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, for this to, to sound rude or anything, but like when you, uh, when you, when you go, like when you're that tall and you go out to like a restaurant or something, do you, do you think, do you notice like people looking at you? Oh yeah. Like I've that's, noticed that I was, I was six feet tall in sixth grade. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do people and ever you, say you, like, you Oh, notice it then of looking at my dad, people always come up and look at my dad and I was like, Oh, okay. You know, that must be cool for people to want to, you know, talk about you and all that stuff. And dad, dad used to have a hat that said seven, two and not anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's what I would do. I know, right? I, all yeah, my shirts on the hat. back would be like, yeah. keep staring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always hear the you know, people send me the meme about the guy with the business cards. It says six ten. No, I play volleyball or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. and, this and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, my dad had that hat 30 yeah. years ago. Um, <laughs> But it's what's hilarious is, you know, you, me and my dad walking around a store. I bet. Because you don't know who's going to look at which one of us first. And then they go, oh, well, that guy, oh, God, that guy too. And then they just stare at us. And it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> what do you want? And do people still I, come up to you and say, hey, oh, how God, tall are you? It's a daily occurrence, man. Like, wow. I'm, and not a day in my life, even if they don't say anything. And partially, it's it's kind of cheating now that I work in the school districts because the kids are just like, well, it's a giant. Like, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, when it's third grade and under, you don't care. But when it's high school kids, you're just like, shut up, kid. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a daily thing. And, you know, people, I drive, <laughs> I drive a Kia Soul. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about that, but it's hilarious because it's a little roomy box on wheels. My buddy calls it the clown car, not because of me, but because we'll be moving stuff. And I'll just keep pulling stuff out of my car because it's, it's so much room inside that <laughs> yeah. car that it can hold so much. So people look at me and I'm like, go sit in my car. I'm like, what? Well, you need a truck, man. I'm like, go sit in the car. <laughs> oh, okay. And their heads eight inches from the roof, and they can't reach the pedals, and their arms are all the way up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, yeah. That's why I drive this car. It's because I got 33 miles a gallon. I was driving 100 miles a day when I got it. Like, yeah, yeah all that stuff is a daily. Kia Souls are awesome. I, I yeah. don't know anyone who wouldn't. Right. Like that. I I love. Well, I like. I, I also live in Texas, which is the land of the truck uh, and yeah. everything else. So it is 100. percent And I, I jokingly I put this up on Instagram a, a, a couple of years back. When I was dropping Max off daycare every morning, um, I would stop at a gas station, and it was a, a, a smaller rural town in between or the north of where we live that was on the way to my wife's, uh, the district she works in. And uh, it's like the local gas station that makes breakfast burritos and everything in the morning. So you walk in, and there's 12 old guys and trucker hats all having their morning coffee, and they wave at you and talk to you when you walk in. And they all looked at me like I was some kind of space creature climbing out of this little tiny car and then having to duck through the doorway of the gas station when I walk in. And yeah, I like, yeah. Honey, honey, I need a truck if I'm going to be doing this. I can't have the guys at the gas station looking at me like this every day. <laughs> well, see, now, now, the next question I had for you is – so. A lot of us, uh, most people go through life not having to worry about that. Like, I'm sure mm -hmm. it must get, do, do you ever, like, is it exhausting? I mean, like, do you, do you, I think you've probably built up a life of, like. It, it, it depends. Right. It's, you know, with the kids, the kids are hilarious. I don't care about kids. And for 90% yeah. of people, it's fine. If they go, hey, sir, I'm sorry. Do you mind if I ask you how to talk? Yeah, sure, yeah. that's fine. If I'm in a crappy mood that day, they'll go, yeah, sure, that's fine. Whatever. And but I'll just still this be idea nice of talk. everyone looking it's, at you because of your height. 
Does it's, that ever get? I've grown. I've grown up that way, so I don't know any different. Yeah, it wasn't like I was five eight when I was twenty years old, and then when I was twenty two, I was six ten. And you don't want it's people to of, feel sorry for you, right? Like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's this is what I've always grown up as, and yeah. so I'm comfortable with it. And people are like, "Well, you like being tall?" And I'm like, "I've never not been tall, so yes, I like <laughs> yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you know, like, right? But in in nine, like I said, ninety nine percent of people, I don't mind. It's the guys that come, God, man, are you like eight feet tall? Yeah, or, yeah. Hey, what's your shoe size or what? And worse, you, any question you can think of to ask an abnormal sized human. Right, right. I get it. the I've idea. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, um, we, I can only imagine what it's like at like bars and stuff where there's oh, the God, filter yeah. is less. <laughs> yes. Well, and then my filter is usually a little less at that point. Too, so I either <laughs> yeah. roll with it or they get to hear it. And, you know, but it yeah. is, I, I used to joke about it and then I would do it in college. It's, you know, I never had to worry. You know, sure, I'm, I'm going to make sure I look nice or have a cool haircut or all that stuff. All that stuff's still there, but I never had to worry about having an icebreaker for a conversation. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. enough people are going to come up and talk to me that I can pretty much direct the conversation or I can whatever. But I, I think that's a really go, good outlook to have. Yeah. I would literally just go stand next to somebody. Or stand behind them and wait until they turn around or whatever. And bump then into your go. belt line. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Turn around and look and and the, <laughs> then they look up and go, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, it's hilarious. I've joked about it with Margie and she's seen it. She's seen it happen. A, you know, having been this big my entire life and B, I, I'm just out of, like you said, you bump into my belt line. You're like, if you turn and look at where a person's head usually is, you're looking at my directly at my chest, right? Like not even at my shoulders. You're looking at my chest. People don't expect to look up a foot and a half and see a person. Yeah. And I can, when I want to m- decently move through a crowd without causing too much of a scene or really being noticed too much, I can move through a room because people just aren't literally looking for a person where I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, it's the goofiest thing to try to explain. It sounds hilarious. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You can but almost like, sneak. I can just kind of move through without like, as long as I'm not like walking directly up into your line of sight or whatever else, you know, I kind of, I can move around. I, I know how to get around people without trampling people. I've been this big for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can, you know, someone's always going to see you and go, wow, look at that guy. And you kind of whatever, but like, as long as you're not walking through the room, you know, walking like the Sasquatch video or doing something yeah. outrageous, loping along and waving your arms, people just kind of go, Oh, that's a really freaking big guy. And then they kind of let you go for the most part. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It was always a, you know, in college it was a, you know, the party trick was to get down on my knees and still be as tall as some people and, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Or like you, you, you work with it, man. If it's like, right. if you had, you know, if you were the guy with cool hair, you're the guy with cool hair. He's right. the tall guy. He's the guy with the voice or he can play guitar. Everybody has their thing. Mine just happens to be built in a little bit more physically for the most part. Well, and but, everyone has their you know, thing, right? Yours is just your, is something that's more obvious. Right. And well, and then people learn, I build computers. I'm a computer tech. They're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah. They're I like, you're not a security guard. guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I do this. I do blah, 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 whatever. And they're like, wait, what? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a person too. I just happen to be a really big person. They're yeah. Like, well, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, my dad is, is, oh God, I have to do the math. He's 61 now, I think 60. Yeah. And he has had 60 years of more than I got. Oh, you know, he's, I'm 6'10". He's four inches taller than me. That's even yeah. that much more of what... And he was he was 6'6 six, six in sixth grade. Wow. Which, yeah, he was 
painfully growing and you know as skinny as possible just awkward and, and i was already a huge you know very large kid but he was to the point where parents were literally yelling at him during youth sports saying there's no way this is how old you are this right. is not fair get away from my kids and stuff like that that's and such that's crazy he, all he wanted to do was play baseball all he wanted to play was baseball baseball not basketball baseball yeah baseball yeah. always loved baseball and he got to the point where the coaches wouldn't let him do it or he had too much too many problems with the parents and everything else that he couldn't do it anymore wow you got pushed into basketball because that's what you did if you're that tall Wow. and he loves basketball but baseball has always been his first love and it was it was the saddest day of his life when the last one of us stopped playing baseball and he never he didn't have any more little league games or anything to go to because that meant that he just had to go watch it on tv like everybody else could he go coach little league <laughs> Ah, he coached all our little league teams at one point. He was always helping. He actually worked for the Rangers at one point, selling wow. season tickets and doing stuff like that. He's been involved in a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, you know, colleges and racetracks and stuff like that. He's done sports and always been in that industry for a long, long time when he was yeah. in sales. So he's he's stayed with it. and He stayed around it, um, and that kind of I don't think that ever goes away. Um, you know, I'm. I'm working a lot more this year with our our middle schools and our high schools. And being around the high school and the athletics part of it, like there's, there's a feeling that you get when you walk into a, a, a athletic facility, when right. you've spent that much time in one and you've just bled and died in them for you know years and years and years, and had so many emotions and stuff attached to it. it it's like, you know, I don't know if you're a, a musician, you walk into a concert hall or something like that. Yeah. It's that type of feeling where you just go, yeah, this feels right. Right. For and, sure. Yeah, and so even I'm not I was never a football player. I wasn't junior high just to stay in shape for basketball. Right. But walking in and dealing with the football coaches and being around the facilities and stuff like that and then this last week I actually got to go do something for one of the basketball coaches and the gym we have at the high school is amazing and the facilities over there and I'm just standing there looking around going I'm 90% thrilled because it just pulls so much out of me emotion-wise and just makes me feel happy just to be around that and the 10% is that pit in the bottom of your stomach going oh man how many times did i have to run in a gym like this or how yeah. many how many times you know that it's that same feeling you get in the pit of your stomach before practice or a game or something like that that never goes away right that uh, i'm sure you i mean to try to relate it i guess with streaming yeah right before you hit go you're always like okay gotta gotta get hyped up for this whatever okay let's go like it's that feeling of right before you go you always get that feeling but yeah it's I weird know. i got that feeling before the podcast like I get yeah. this, I get this, it's like so much of it is, um, so much of it is atmospherically, right? Like oh, yeah. when I sit down behind oh, a computer, pressure, pressure I, you on yourself. sure there's already, I'll always press, sorry, I didn't mean to talk. Over no, you no, you're fine. I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> you get me started. It's hard to, hard to stop me. Yeah, no, so that's good. That's a I'm good run, thing. I'm running you over. I think that that's a, it's a positive it, trait. It's all the pressure that you put on yourself. You know, you can right. relate that to everything that we talked about between streaming between kids and figuring stuff out between everything else it's in your own head that's all there whereas with your streams we're all waiting going cool it's you know here's the countdown or the the, the streams going live we can't wait for bruce and you're going oh god i gotta do this now you know i gotta psych myself up like yeah. you know there's always that you know running out into a stadium and the music's going and the band's playing and the fans are doing it's like okay once I'm, once you're through that door it's gone but there's always that build up right of Okay, it's time to go. Time to time to do it. Time to do this thing. I mean, and that's got to be an amazing. See, I don't. 
people will wait in my chat and they'll be like, where are you and stuff? But they're not, it's not like in my room. I can only, I go to like, I've gone to like many organ duck games and they, they, this idea of thousands of people screaming while you run out there with your team, that's yeah. gotta be the best <laughs> feeling in the world. It's pretty incredible. It, it really is. There's nothing, there's nothing like that. And even when they're not cheering for you, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. I played for for North Texas, which is a small Division One school. I mean, we're not a small school, but it's basketball program. Until actually, really, they went to the NCAA tournament the year after I graduated. <laughs> so they've they've <laughs> had some success in the last 10, 15 years, or thirteen, I guess, since I graduated. Because we didn't have a whole lot of success while I was there. Right. Um, they've had some success and done well. They've made it to the tournament once or twice, and they've had some you know some better teams. But a lot of our biggest games were road games at big colleges. We played at Texas, at Alabama, at Arkansas. Yeah. At, uh, I played at Indiana oh, one wow. year. And if you know anything about college basketball, Indiana is that's a, a pretty holy place uh, to right. go play. And that was one of the most incredible games to go out to warm-ups and just to look around and it looks like a small football stadium the wow. bleachers go up so i mean north texas has a 10,000 seat arena wow and that's a big college arena and indiana i felt like i was three feet tall standing in the middle of the court and yeah. just looking around and we played there and they played at our place the next year or something like that and you get in these places and it doesn't matter that the crowd's not cheering for you um it's just the energy in there when you come in and it's like half the time when you're all fired up you're ready to go out and fight even if they're booing you you're just like fine bring it on this is fuel let's go and it just puts you that much higher and you kind of got to sit there and go okay i've got to calm down because the first time i get the ball i'm gonna throw it three rows into the stands because i'm so excited yeah, yeah. right now yeah well i know like Austin yeah, stadium Austin stadium they they have i think like sixty-two thousand seats or something like that really yeah and like just the 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 noise i mean i we live a few miles away and i hear it yeah. when they have games oh yeah and that's yeah, just we, like uh, that that atmosphere is just that's college sports like that in a yeah. nutshell as we probably had i would say between it's a it's a 10,000 seat arena i would say we had between 2500 to 3500 4000 people there on a regular basis that's amazing. not a lot no, that's a well. I feel like is, that's a lot of but people. It's not a lot in the in the stadium. Like the right, upper deck right. is mostly empty, and you know the bottom decks aren't completely full. But when we have Indiana play at our, we had Indiana play at our house, our place that year, um, and some of the other schools, especially bigger local schools, TCU, and some different you know, local schools and stuff like that. Um, sorry, my cat's trying to jump up on my lap, and I'm trying to get him <laughs> not to tear up my pants here. <laughs> um, and you get two to three times what you're used to and a 10,000 seat arena is full and you run out and you're just like, Oh my God, <laughs> like, yeah. this is so much. It's, it's awesome. Even if you know, you know, playing some of those games we had, we knew we were getting fed to, to some teams like playing <laughs> in, in uh, you know, university of Texas, Austin, playing at Arkansas, playing at stuff like that. Like you knew you were going to, it was a game that you know, we wanted to get a big name on the list and we had a chance going in. We played at A&M, Texas A&M stadium, right. Basketball coliseum down there is amazing like some of those teams you knew it's going to be fight going in and we're just here but right right when you've got a chance when you're at home when it's your people and everything else you're just like holy hell it's it's it there's nothing that puts you in it that fires you up more oh i bet i see that's a feeling i don't know about i can only imagine 
They're yeah, t- and just it's, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to relate that. There's no, there's no, you, you said you've been around that type of noise and imagine if, you know, some of that noise was for you. That's really, yeah, oh yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, right. when I, when I look at like musicians, right. Who have thousands of people like screaming right. at them and they do it every single night. I just want to try it once. I just want to be yeah. up on a stage and have, and like have people cheer for me one time. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can only yeah. imagine doing it 200 days out of the year. And then right. it's just such a, Oh man, this since I was, and I don't, it's not, it's not like I want to be, you know, I think everybody wants to be famous at some point in time in their life. Yeah. And, um, I think I I don't know. It's like fame is probably one of those things where you want it till you have it, and it's like a tattoo. You probably can't really get it off of you, unless right. like you're really, really like you go into hiding or something like that. Well, I think it's like I I think there's two ways of looking at it. You either it's either your career, like you do it with a sport or a band or something like that, or you're a lottery winner. Yeah. And I think with the people that have, you know, even just getting to the level I got with basketball, it wasn't intimidating. It was what I was there supposed to be doing. It was right. basketball. And it was your job. Sure, you get nerves and you get everything else, but you're there to do a job. Right. And you love hearing the crowds and it gets you fired up and you feed off of it and stuff like that, but you'd still be playing basketball even if you didn't have that type of stuff. Yeah. But if you win a lottery and all of a sudden you have all the focus on you, or you have all this money and you're not prepared for it, then yeah, I can see that being different. Or if you made, you know, the, the, the level, the level of jump is, I think is the most important thing. Cause you know, when you blow up, then you'll be used to it and it'll be exciting. It'll be, you know, but you'll be, you'll be used to it because you've gone through it. You've put in your time. Right. And as opposed to somebody that just went, oh, I did a cool thing. I had a viral video and now I've got a thousand, a million people following me and I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so. like an appreciation thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, I, I even still like I, I remember when I had, I, re, I have a video of my 100th follower on Twitch, you know, oh, yeah. like I yeah. fucked like I was, I was your old, old, old stream where you were, what, I don't even remember what you were playing, but you were jumping off a cliff. Oh, of God. something yeah it was somebody you showed us a while back yeah hilarious. right so like i you know like that's sort of i don't want that to ever go away you know yeah. like yeah. i don't want that to i don't want that to ever i want that to grow and i think that that's twitch is such a unique twitch is such a unique um opportunity uh in that like i i it's, it's so weird right like i i can't if you were to tell me 10 years ago that i'd be like like live streaming on twitch every day i'd probably say that you're crazy but like it's such a it's like a scrapbook in a way i guess like i like going back years and you know i've been doing it for a few years yeah. at this point i like going back to the beginning and seeing how what the differences are right and like i i think that's that's the most important reason to for me to stream it's not to make money or to like even to build community or whatever like i think for me it's really really nice to see how far i've come maybe as a person how far i've been able to get out of my shell yeah um because i was in a dark spot when i found 
Twitch and I'm in a much better spot now. And it's just, it's important to go back so that history doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. I think, I feel like there's always going to be a thing, whether it's music or whether it's comedy or whether it's whatever, there's always, Twitch is just a different platform. I hope so, man. It's it's always about the person about, you know, because you, there's always, you know, if you played, I'm going to go to an open mic and I'm going to play my six guitar songs that that I hardly remember. I played in bands in high school. Yeah. Yeah. That was the life. Yeah, dude. And, and, and it's what you're doing now. It's just a different platform. And it's the same thing people have always done where they've finally said, you know, I like this thing enough that I'm going to put myself out there. Right. And I think the community aspect of it is great. Um, I don't know of many other, you know, you don't have that involvement with a band. No, for sure. Like you don't have, you definitely, whether it's good or bad, you don't have people, you know, if somebody yells at you at a, at a you know, at a, at a basketball game or a band or a show or whatever, cool. Fine, yeah. Suck that night. Fine. Walk off and I don't, we'll never see you again. If somebody, you know, comes into your chat, <laughs> it's different. So it's for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. But you have, it's a consistent thing that's going to be there. And so it's awesome that you've got a community to, to support, but it's, I think it's just, it's all about the person and what they're going and say, I'm going to do this now. This is what I want to do, or this is what I'm going to do. And I put myself out here and it's a great opportunity because it lets, it's, it lets people, I think any avenue for like, like that for people is, is great because well, not everybody's 6'10", not everybody can play guitar, not every, whatever. You find something that you want to do and push and do it and and do it to the best of your, your ability and how, whatever makes you comfortable. If you only want to be the guy that streams to 100 people, that's great. Yeah. Be the guy that streams to 100 people. If you want to push it and keep getting better, keep improving, that's there for you, man. That's, that's, it's for however far you want to take it. Well, but, I think, I, mean, I think it all, it all comes together at like TwitchCon or yeah, like that's that for me, that's the, mm-hmm. and if you got, I'm someday you guys got to make it to a TwitchCon because <laughs> it's just, it's not about the convention. It's not about, it's, it's like, it's like yeah, imagine it's if faces it's it's face to face interaction with the people like yeah it's it's like yeah. uh it's it's like the after party to a big show or the right. after party to a big basketball game it's like the going out to lunch with people that that used to, like that you're just so used to just seeing their name in chat and getting right. going out to lunch it's like the best feeling yeah i do that with my buddy it's like the the group of friends that i have that i play music with that I see him once a year when we fly out to my buddy in St. Louis. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we all you know sit in the basement and play loud music and drink beer and hang out because we're all college so friends fun. and it's so great to see each other again. And then we go back to our families and yeah. we all talk on a near daily basis. My friend Brandon is the one; it's his house, and I, I talk to him as much, if not more, than any human being in my life. And uh, you know, but I see him maybe three or four times a year. Right. So it's, it's always, I, I totally get it that it's, you know, seeing those people that, you know, that means so much to you. Yeah. These yeah. are real relationships. It's, it's not just a, a discord. It's not just a chat. You know, it's, it's not just a, you know, this is only games. No, these are people that you spend a lot of your life with. And that's what, that's and, what you know, I want this podcast to be real, realistically. Like I want it to be just breaking down that wall of like these, you know, this is, we, we are all real people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think anyone should feel insignificant. And like, I, yeah, I mean, everyone has real, real stories. I bet like it, it's going to be amazing to see, to hear, like, I think that 
I think if people if people listen to it, I don't care if they do or not, but if they do, I hope what they take away is like, wow, you know, I'm not the only one that goes through that or like that is a real this there are other real people out there because I think I forget it oftentimes I, I stream I, I you know I don't get to talk to a lot of people like like this and I think it's super important to remember that we are all people right so yeah. even the trolls even the weirdos they're all just they're going through it for a reason and yeah, I'm a, yeah. It's, it's so funny it's, it's so funny when you do stuff like this because you realize and maybe it's just me I've had a confluence of everything in the last 24 hours or whatever it's just one of those things because you're thinking about it it's like when you when you buy a car you see a thousand other cars of the same car that you, totally. you're driving but I'm reading a book to Max that is by a guy named Jocko Willink that was a Navy SEAL or excuse me I don't know if he's Navy SEAL I remember he's he's US military I don't remember exactly which branch and I'd probably get barbecued by anybody no no yeah Um, right (laughs) but the pitchforks uh, get them out (laughs) but he was you know serious military dude who then became a trainer who is now runs a company that is uh you know teaches management and things like that using the principles that he's he's done and he's got he's got all these books out that are you know it's you know accountability like in his it's it's uh you know i'm not gonna get buried here in this too but it's you you know my favorite response to all the problems that i heard was good right good good we didn't get the gear we need fine i'll go find another solution we'll work around it and good like and just take it in stride and hold yourself accountable and be accountable for it even if it's not your fault because you still have to deal with it yeah and move on he's written he's written uh children's books really yeah which sounds amazing kind of yeah out of left field but it's the kid that is the kid that you know he comes home and his mom's working and he's got nobody there and he's just doing his thing he rides his bike he loses his bike out in the yard he gets rusty he eats the snacks that are in the house or maybe he just eats pizza or he doesn't want to eat the food that well he's got an uncle jake who's ex-military and one summer his mom gets uncle jake to come work with him and he starts teaching him about accountability and working hard and discipline and things like that. Right. And we read the first one. Max was probably four and a half, five. So about a year, year and a half ago, we read the first one and his, you should to see a five-year-old's eyes. You, you see the gears moving behind them, right. the, you know, you know, and as they're starting to understand some of the stuff of what it takes to get what they, if it's, if it's at that point, it's just understanding what it takes to get what they want. Right, right, right. How do I get, how do I get what that's I want? That's the message. Yeah. You can relate to that. That's fine. If that's what you're going to relate to at this point, go to town. Yeah. As long as it gets you to clean your room on a regular basis, I don't care. What was <laughs> the book? Bu- what was the book called? Um, It's called, this one is called uh, the, the way of the warrior kid. Okay. It's the first one. And the second one, I think, is the Warrior Kid Mark's mission because the kid in the book's name is Mark. Mark. Okay. And yeah. And so in the book, he he learns, you know, discipline and he gets, you know, training himself physically and he starts doing jujitsu because that's one of the things, you know, he thinks it's, it's, it's a martial art that you have to work and be better at. It's only dependent on you. Right. And uh, so he's got all this stuff and he kind of defeats the bully and or defeats his own demons and all this stuff, whatever. Well, the second book is he's done all this. He's doing great. He's, you know, at a good point. Well, he has a summer where he's lazy and he doesn't want to go to camp and all this stuff so he's addressing all this stuff well at camp there's the one kid that gets under his skin and is the bully and he can't figure out any other way to deal with him and he finally decides he's going to fight him and his uncle says okay fine if that's what you want to do fine but first we do we're going to do surveillance we're going to find out as much about this kid as possible 
And he's like, what do you mean? Why do I need to know about this? Like, I know the kid's a bully. That's all I need to know. He goes, no, I want you to f- understand him first. And so he's reading through and he finds, you know, he's, he's watching him for a couple of days and he realizes the first, you know, he only, he don't, doesn't bring very healthy snacks. Maybe just a bag of chips every now and then. And, you know, he's only got like one pair of pants cause they've always got the same holes in it. He doesn't have a backpack. He just brings it in a plastic bag and his hair's never washed and all this stuff. And his uncle says, okay, well, what's that tell you? He says, well, he's, he's mean and he's lazy and he doesn't want to eat healthy and he's eh, all this stuff. And his uncle goes, no. Maybe his family doesn't have money for that. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have good food at all. Maybe he doesn't have this. Maybe he only has one pair of pants. Maybe Make he's anyone wearing a worn bully. out shoes because, yeah, maybe he's wearing worn out shoes because that's all he's got. And the kid, it hits him and he's like, oh, yeah, that, that could be it. Maybe he, and he's like, no, this is why we find out about people. Right. This is why we you want to understand what you're going into first. We don't jump to conclusions. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, this is what he's living in. That's a great. And that's later, a great message. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's, that's and, absolutely true. Yeah, and later on, it's like I, as I got ready for bed later, pajamas. I I stopped to wonder, does Nathan even have pajamas to wear to bed? Right. And yeah, and you can see that was the end of the chapter, but you can see the wheels turn into the kid's head of him starting to understand. Yeah. And, and even Max, you know, Max is reading the book and everything, but like, yeah, it's a kid's book and That's it's fair. sure it's written by a military guy, but it's, you have to think about what's going on in other people's lives that you don't know. And if or treat everybody like, and that's the other, I haven't seen the new Joker movie. Oh man. Have you seen it? Yeah. Have I went and saw it? With, oh, really? went and watched it with my mom. Oh no. Good God, I dude. It, but some of the stuff I've read, the comments, a lot of the comments I've seen are I walked out of that movie thinking I have to treat everybody I meet like it's the worst day of their lives. Yes, absolutely. Because and I don't know if this is spoilers or whatever. This is all only what I've read from review. I'm notorious in my house for spoiling everything. I because no, no. I know we, we don't go to movies. We don't do a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah very often so i read up on everything and it doesn't ruin a movie for me knowing what's going on going in right but he's a guy that's got some issues mental health issues that is isolated and nobody's there for him and he has no way to get help and and it spirals downhill from there from what i understand and it's basically somebody could just be having the worst day of their life or a bad day and if you kick them then it's going to get worse but if you're the one person that says something nice or even is polite to them it could, you know, it could make a difference. A huge difference. And yeah. And I, I deal in IT <laughs> and I support everybody from people fresh out of college. I mean, I'm, I work in a school district, so it's teachers fresh out of college to teachers that have been there 40 years. Yeah. And the knowledge difference and gap and everything else there is immense. Okay. Uh, you know, some of the teachers are, I'm certified Google everything and this and this, this, and the ones today are like, do I click on this button when it says I want to do this? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 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 Go ahead. But you can't treat them like, what the hell are you doing? Why, right. why don't you? Yeah. Just read what it says and click the button. Cause right. that's not what they, I, you know, did you go to school for that? Do you know how to do what they're doing? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it just, you have to be a good person is what it comes down to in the end of everything. But it's, it's so funny that we talked about this last night and then all this stuff, Every every point I've tried to pull in today has all happened in the last twenty four hours. No, that's 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 how it is. I think I think what it all what it comes down to is you're never gonna do. I've learned recently that I'm never gonna do myself any favors by treating someone bad. Right. Like and and it's if I in it 
it's selfish. It's selfish to even think that I would be. And and people are like trolls, right? Trolls, trolls, especially on Twitch, they, they just want to have a good time like everybody else. They just don't know the right way of doing it yet. Right. And if you yeah. can, if you can approach uh, somebody differently so, and, 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 and breathe some fresh air into their life, they, it may just change their life. And like, that's a super important thing to, to try. Yeah. I think. And people, people, people have done that to me and I really appreciate it. So, yeah. Yeah. I've had, I've had chances in my life to do things for people that you don't think is a big deal. And you look at, it's the things you remember for the rest of your life. For sure. That's um, what you remember. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can, there's several stories that, you know, you know, we talk about college basketball. There was something I did in college that, uh, you, you know, everybody knows the movie Rudy, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I do anyway. Yeah. Rudy came to speak at college, at my, at our college. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we went to, you know, it was one of the, the, uh, lecture not lecture halls assembly halls in the in the student union and it was full of course standing room only oh i bet and first thing you do is i'm a i'm a basketball player so i'm gonna stand up and let people sit down in the back you know so i'm i'm a i'm an able-bodied guy so i'm gonna let people sit sit down yeah and we go to this and we listen to the whole thing and you know yeah it's it's one of the most motivating stories when you when you hear about it but then you hear like like kind of what i said earlier that was you know that was one point in his life and he's tried to keep doing the same thing moving forward and be an inspiration and think what, you know, and, and carry on. Well, we're all getting ready to leave. Cause after a while it's, it's in the Q and a and it's, you know, we've got practice the next day or whatever. And it's, we've been there a couple hours. Well, we're walking out and everybody's raising their hands for questions. And there's somebody that I noticed that is raising their hand and I look over and he's in a wheelchair and he's trying to get attention for his question. Well, like I said, I'm a 6'10 college basketball player. So I take a couple steps up in the aisle and raise my hand. And he notices me and he says, you, sir. I said, okay. And I go back and I listen to him. I said, hey, this gentleman back here has a question. And he says, okay. And I walk back and I lean over and said, ask him what he wants to say. And his, his friend that was there helping him has to help relay because the guy has a hard time yeah, talking with talking. whatever and tells me the question. And I say the question out loud and pass it along to to rudy on the stage that's and, awesome yeah and he goes that's a great question and goes off and then the answer and everything and I say, yeah, okay and kind of take a step back and let the guy listen to the answer and uh shake the guy's hand on the way by and everything else probably 10 feet out the door and his friend ran out the door after me and uh you know said hey that was pretty amazing what you did and i really appreciate that that was you know, I was hey man, it's the least I can do, and you're just glad to help, and no worries, and because you, you never want to make a big deal about anything like well, that. Well, and you both you remember know? that for the rest of your life, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I played, I played, I I was there for five years. I played for four, and never had the greatest you know stats or career or whatever. And you know, I was there. I, I played college basketball. That's all about all I can say. Yeah. I had that guy wrote into my coach, or I don't know if he wrote in or brought the letter in, or whatever, but wrote into my coach about what a huge deal it was and what a difference I made that night. And my coach read that letter out loud in practice. Yeah. And I called everybody in the middle of the, in the middle of the court and read that letter for all the, you know, staff and trainers and everything else. That's going to feel really good. God, like, <laughs> yeah, I probably haven't thought about that story in 10 years. Yeah. And even telling it now, I'm sure I'm, I'm a little getting a little shaky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, those, 
yeah, it was one of the coolest things because you're sitting there going, I just did what was right, but I made a difference in somebody else's life like that that was, you know, Not- that was a one-time thing for him. And I, I made it, I was able to help him make it happen. Well, and like, imagine if you got to do that like every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that would be, like that's, like that's purpose. Like that makes you, that makes, you felt like you had like a purpose. And like, yeah, that's and a, an important thing. That's a great feeling. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's it's it it hits you because you don't think about stuff like that because it is it was it was something I've done stuff like that constantly in my life where somebody yeah. can't you know I raise my hand for somebody else or I or I get somebody's attention for somebody and, and and it's just something you do and that was the time that it made we were an a good guy in somebody's life big enough that they thought to write a letter about it yeah and. Yeah, so if I can do that one out of a thousand times, you know, making a difference in somebody else's life just by doing a common courtesy. So, yeah, man. Well, that's yeah. you're a good guy and like that motivates me to maybe I'll get the chance to raise my hand for somebody today. I don't know. I'll try. I got to get out of the house first. <laughs> well, I got to get back to work. Too, yeah, man. yeah. I, I just realized. So we're at, we're at the end here. Choked up before going back to the office. Sorry, dude. sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I'm, now, a big, I'm a big old softy anyway. You're on Twitch, right? Do you want to? You want to say? Your I am Twitch um, name. I am. I am Dad Viking, and I don't really broadcast on that one. Uh, my wife and I we broadcast on Zen Viking Gaming. Okay. Uh, Z E N viking gaming uh, all one word um twitch.tv t- twitch forward slash zen viking gaming all right i'll yeah. just make sure that i put it we're, in the, the description and stuff oh that's awesome man i appreciate that yeah. we're, we're not on very often but we're trying to do our best to get better about it especially after this conversation so yeah. you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot more of me going bruce is my microphone on how's it work now is it <laughs> it's, how do i sound man i love when you pop in you're hilarious zen viking and then is it another g so Z- yes, let me let me double check it real quick. But I'm Z-E-N. 99% sure it's Zen Viking Gaming all. Yes. So there's three Zen. G's in it. Yes. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah, cool. It's for me, me, Dad Viking, and my wife Kitty Zen. All right. And we stream. Uh, it's sometimes it's just me screwing around at night, and sometimes it's both of us. So awesome. There we go. Well, well thanks, thank you, man. thank thanks you so for much. Me ramble your ear off there. No, <laughs> it was great. I learned a lot, and it's it was it was it was. A absolute blast for me so thank Thanks, you dude. thank you very very much um i will let you go thank you thank you thank you this was an awesome you're my. this was my first one so i Yay. uh it, you're you kind of you can br- only go up from here yeah yeah exactly. well, no no i didn't <laughs> not like that but it, no, no, i'll no, always no. remember it as my as the very first one so thank you I very very much man. awesome dude yeah and don't work day. don't work too hard today okay <laughs> all, right. All, right, man. all right see you buddy bye all right cool well i got uh the first one done thank you so much for listening make sure you go check out uh dad vikings and viking gaming twitch.tv forward slash zen viking gaming uh the link will be in the description uh if you want to be on the podcast please let me know um email me follow me on twitter dm me jump in the discord um all that stuff will be down in the description thank you so much for listening Hope you have a great day. Take care of yourselves. Be good to one another. Treat each other right. And uh, I'll see you for the next one. Okay? Have a good night. Bye-bye.